What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Survivor Buffs exit interviews for this amazing season 41 casts. We've been looking forward to this one for quite a while to interview the JD from Survivor 41, one of the biggest pre-merge personalities of all time, bro. How are you doing today? Mm. Wow, I'm honored by Curly Daddy calling me one of the biggest pre-merge characters. Uh, I love great. that. Yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's good. That's good, man. Where um, where are you right now? I'm still are you in Oklahoma? I'm just I'm just in my room, chilling. Okay. We got snowed in today, so I didn't have school. Like today Oof. was just pretty boring. So yeah. How much? I how much snowed? How much did it snow you in? Uh, we have, uh, I don't know, like four or five inches, maybe. No? Oof. It's a lot. But it was like, we we had like 100% chance or something. So school was like, nah, nobody drives school today. So. Wow. It's done it, for me. Is, is snow in Oklahoma, like I said, normal? I, I didn't think it snowed there. No, nah, it, it does not snow a lot here. So this okay. is rare. This is a rare okay. dub for SA. So. As a as a Tennessee boy, you know we don't get t- mm. snow down there either. You, mm. you know it's like just a little bit of snow. I mean, even one inch will get get us out of school. So it's whatever. one inch, dude. I remember we got out of school just for the threat of rain. Now that I'm in New York, now that rain? I'm in, oh not well, sleet, sleet. Literally, okay. they were like, they're like, they're like, oh, it's gonna sleet. Uh, you gotta. Well, yeah, we have gotten out because of rain, because of flooding. Flooding so bad, anyways. Right. But you know, now that I'm in New York, it's like ah, it's gonna. It's like snowing a foot today. I ah, come to class, <laughs> get through it. It's fine. I'm like stepping in sludge. It's terrible. <laughs> Two hour delay at worst. At worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you always been in Oklahoma? Are you like born and raised there? Nah, I was actually I was born in Agana Heights, Guam, Micronesia. Set on the shell. Uh, moved around oh. all the time growing up, you know. I've been lived in Illinois, lived in New Mexico, lived in Nebraska, mm-hmm. lived in Missouri, lived lived basically everywhere. Name a state, okay. I've probably been there. Um, mm. But yeah, just Oklahoma okay. right now. Hopefully, after I finish college, I can I can get the heck out of here. So we'll see how it goes. During during high school, did you stay living in one place, or did you move around during that as well? Yeah, for high school, the only place I've been to for high school is Oklahoma. So, yeah. Right. I was just yeah. wondering because I was, like, looking at mile split and stuff. So I was just, you know, just checking. Mm. Just checking. Yeah. How much, uh, how much longer do you have in, in school? How many more semesters? Well, I'm, I'm have just a couple more semesters, but then I'm, I'm probably going to end up trying to do nursing school here. So I'll be, mm. I'll be in Oklahoma for a good long while, I think. Okay. But hopefully not not too long. I can't I can't keep doing it. Can't keep doing it. <laughs> have, have you become a, a Thunder fan? Uh oh. You know, not not particularly, you know. Okay. Uh, I used to live in Oakland. Uh, my mom was also born and raised there. So I I was a Golden State fan when they had mm. freaking Monta Ellis and they weren't winning nothing. <laughs> And so yeah. I've, I've just been I've just been Golden State the whole way, but people think I'm a bandwagoner, so who cares? I know. I was about to say I was like, <laughs> do you get pissed off when people call you a bandwagon? Yes, absolutely. It's got to be the worst, you know. As a as a Pacers fan, I've never really felt that, but oh yeah, it's fine. Had, had, Vic, had Victor Oladipo for a little bit. Had uh, yeah, 
Paul George, right? Paul George. Paul yeah. George, PG-13, still got the jersey. You know, what's up? Came to Oklahoma and was worse somehow. <laughs> I know, man. Y'all were – well, not y'all. You're not an Oklahoma fan, but Oklahoma ruined him. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. He's bouncing back a little Oklahoma, bit in L.A. They get, they get worse when they come to OKC. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's something in, the, something in the water, you know? It um, really, like, I really think that's true, that players get worse when they come to OKC. Carmelo Anthony was terrible. Freaking – PG True. was ter- terrible. Oladipo was like not that good. So just Westbrook, y'all just got prime rest Westbrook and we had okay. KD and we had KD and Harden. yeah and KD and Harden yeah, all three of them and we still they, they still didn't win a championship. So yeah, yeah. crazy. What um what what so what school do you go to? I go to Rose State, and then I also go to OSU a little bit. So yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. So online for OSU and then some in class for Rose State. So, yeah, nice. Have you ever mm-hmm. been to the um, Oak State uh, or um, campus? I heard it's. I, I think I have a friend whose sister went there, and she said it was a beautiful campus. Yeah. So are we talking about OSU's campus or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, OSU's campus is gorgeous. OU's campus is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is that Oklahoma is like last in education and that's like the only bad thing about it but our football teams are pretty good so yeah yeah true true uh baker mayfield right then you go oklahoma yeah yeah, yeah. that's you <laughs> i think yeah 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 i think uh i believe i'm trying to think i know there's like a big osu quarterback who was like balled out in college and it's sean Mannion, maybe i don't know i forget but, not a huge football guy so Oh okay. Do you have a do you watch do you do you watch sports? And you played some in high school, right? I ran track, um, ran cross country, and then I played a little basketball. <gasps> was you ran high. cross country as well? Yes, 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 yes. Oh yes. my gosh! Oh, this is my my, my cross country heart. like banner is right there. I was about to say, I was like, that is not a track banner. I was about to no, say, yeah, I, I, I know track. Country. That is not track. So, <laughs> so you, so you ran. <laughs> A four by four, right? You ran the four by four, but then you were also running five Ks. So for track, I'm I'm mid distance, and then for cross country, because I never really wanted to do cross country. I was always like, I thought I was gonna be a sprinter mid distance, but then my, my parents were like, Nah, you need to do cross country because it teaches you hard work and it teaches you all these all these things. And so I started doing cross country, and I was gonna leave. I was gonna stop, but my coach was like, Nah, you gotta you gotta keep doing this. We we you're good at it and it'll get you ready for track. And so, you know, during uh, the beginning of the school year, I'm running, I'm running the five K's I'm running two miles mm. and then uh, come track season, I'm running 400, 800, just PRs? over and over and over again. PRs for uh, 5K? 5k, 5k, probably like 1735, I think, which is nothing okay. compared to Xander. Xander's 5k is absolutely absurd. Um, I think he runs like low, low seventeens. Um, oh man, mile time. Feels, yeah. Uh, what what are you great. about to tell me? Your what? What are you about to tell me? Your. Uh, it feels your, great to have a better PR than both you and Xander. You know. Tell me you run. Are you gonna tell me you run in the sixteens? Sixteen thirty-two. Yeah. Oh. I wasn't even the best on my team, bro. I wasn't even what, the best. What was what was the state though? Because it's it varies for state. Because I know Illinois and like Arkansas are really good, but Oklahoma is like. Like if you run, if you're running a, a in the 16s, like you could you could easily 
win. So yeah. I was 20th in the state uh, with wow. 1632. I PR'd at state. My friend was runner up with 1520. And the winner was like, poof, like fifteen, fifteen. So yeah, and that course crazy, at, in man. Tennessee is is pretty tough. Oh yeah, y'all are y'all but, are definitely faster than than Oklahomans. So, I mean, <laughs> so Oklahoma. I, I thought they would have good runners, and then you know, Xander's what Illinois. Illinois is good too. Yeah, he's he's Illinois. I think. Yeah. Was he? I don't know if he ran in Illinois or if, or if it was in Florida. I don't remember. Your 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 four hundred. If it's any comfort, your four hundred is definitely better than mine. What's your fastest four? Fifty three low. Okay. It's definitely not, like high forty nines. Yeah, like <laughs> that is blazing. That is yeah. blazing. Yeah. So. Well, uh, so cool that you used to run too, man. Yeah, well, you know, I did, I did five k, I did thirty two hundred sixteen eight hundred, and then the four by four, so just kind of trying to get it all. But yeah. I, I, I anchored four by four. Okay, I had to, oh, wow. I had to anchor that junk. We were not very good. You got my respect we were... for running in the sixteens, though. Like you got my respect, bro. Okay, good, good, good. I, 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 I always brag about the two mile time. I don't really think the five k is that impressive, but. Two mile time. Oh snap! Are you running? Are you running in the nine fifty eight? No way! I I was about to say like you better not be running in the nines. That's insane. That's absurd. Yeah, nine fifty eight. I'm pretty proud of that. So that's it. That's all I gotta say. Crazy. Yeah. Well, you guys just spoke another language for the last couple. I know. Minutes. There's I know. no way. My bad. I, I told I told Adam before this. I was like, if me and JD start talking about track, just shut up. Because you're not gonna understand anything we say. True. But, True. It's okay. I didn't even know. Let's talk about to be honest. Oh, I was gonna say I, I didn't even know the difference between track and cross country. I know. I was explaining to him before. He was like, he was like, there's a difference between track and cross country. I was like, yes, idiot. I was like, cross country is five k. I know. Like what? Yeah. The heck? I don't know, but. Now I know you learn something new every day, but, um, so, uh, you were born in 2001 survivor started in 2000. So when, uh, but you, you've seen, like you've, you've been watching since you were like able to watch, like, do you remember how old you were when you started watching? exactly when i started watching but i remember like little tiny things growing up like my family my family rooting for like terry deets and Suri because like terry's air force and my family's yeah. air force and then everybody loves Suri. i remember my sister is having crushes on cochran you know crushes <laughs> on cochran crushes on on malcolm you know what i mean like i remember okay. drawing pictures of ozzy when i was little and like i just i just remember like tiny details like that so Okay. Crushes on Cochran. That is. Yeah. I, I, haven't, I, know. I haven't heard of a crush on Cochran like, since Aubrey. I love Cochran. I, I love Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first. They did it before Aubrey. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, wow. I understand Malcolm. Yeah. Those are Cochran. Yeah. Hey, um, no disrespect for Cochran. I mean, Cochran, <laughs> you know, respect. I would definitely sit down and play a game of checkers with him. Well, you know, I don't know about a date. It's fair. Mm. I mean that kind of is a date. You can make that a date, you know. Yeah. Do you uh do you have like um a favorite season? 
Um, favorite season would probably be 33. Uh, Millennials versus oh, okay. Gen X. Love Jay Starrett. Love Klein. I absolutely adore Adam Klein, especially as a winner. Very underrated, mm-hmm. cerebral player, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I just I, I just love everything about that season. I think it's got a great cast. I think there's a great story. It's got a satisfying end. Um, the gameplay is, is good. It's not like too game body, but it's it's enough to where the yeah. super fans are like they enjoy it. And then you have like great personalities, and so uh, the heartbreaking rock draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have you have so much good stuff in that. Yeah, right. Speaking of millennials and Gen X, I was we were doing our like uh, research on you when the first when the cast got leaked, which I'll, I'll wanted mm-hmm. to ask you about that later, but. Um, yeah. didn't realize that you would own you're now like only the third contestant from I mean you're not from Oklahoma originally, but you're like only third survivor contestant out of six hundred eight um to have like Oklahoma as like their state that they're listed as. Um yeah. do you know the other two? Um Chris from yeah. and then mm-hmm. I want to say Colton. He's not. He's not from Oklahoma. Who's that? Who's uh, the other Col- one? Colton's Alabama. It's a uh, scout a from Vanuatu. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a girl on this upcoming season who's also, yeah, who's also Oklahoma. So okay. So that'll yeah. be fun. Right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I was trying to trying to test your survivor knowledge a little bit. Uh, we've we've I uh, talked to. Well, that nah, was a tough you did one. Good. That was I mean, toughy. that was a tough one. I don't know any, I don't know many people that could answer. That's a tough one, but especially Scout and Chris, those are like two. I mean, they're cool people, but like two, two of kind of random famous players of all time. What do you mean, <laughs> Scout? Yeah, that's true. They they do have their own subreddits just for them. That's that's true. I'll give you that one. But um, I was testing your survivor knowledge because uh, we've talked to. I think you're the seventh contestant from 41 we've got a chance to speak to and like one thing i've asked i think everybody was like who's the biggest super fan of the season and every single person has said you so far so would you cool. agree with that I, I do think i'm probably like the biggest super fan when it comes to just like odd game knowledge about players and stuff like let me tell you when i went out there i did not want to be like sure and max from from world right. Park, you know what i mean like i i just wanted to utilize the information that i had about survivor in general and use it to my advantage but it seemed as though i was more like screen and max than, than i had hoped so yeah right big fan. out of big fan out of that fan. out of that we got an amazing woo impression so i mean yes, who's yes. the winner here <laughs> woo is he's definitely the winner here so yeah exactly yeah um can I do uh, – do you mind if I do one more thing to uh, oh, test God. test survivor knowledge? No, nah, go for it. I'm here for it, man. All right. Can you name in order all of – I was going to – I was trying to think of it to see if you can name all the seasons in order or all the winners, but – Choose uh, your poison. I can, both. I can do both. All right. Do let's one. Hear it. I'll do I'll do both. All right. <laughs> okay. Season one, season one is Richard Hatch, which is uh, Borneo. Two is mm-hmm. Australia, Tina Wesson. Three is um, Africa, Ethan Zahn. Four is, uh, why am I blanking? It's the Sepia, Marquesas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Five is Thailand, Brian Heidek, the Iceman. Six is uh, the Amazon, Jenner Raska. Seven is Sandra Diaz Twine, Pearl Islands. All Stars, Amber Burkage. Nine is Vanuatu, that's Chris. Uh, Chris, Chris Daughtry. There's more than one Chris. Uh, Ten is Palau, Tom Westman. Eleven is Guatemala, and that's the queen. I love you, Danny. If you watch this, I love you. <laughs> Danny Boatwright. Twelve is Exile Island, Aris Bukakis. Thirteen is Cook Islands, Yul Kwan. Fourteen is Fiji. That's Earl, Earl Cole. Mm-hmm. King Earl. King Earl. Let me put some respect. The king. Um, Fifteen. Fifteen is... Todd Herzog, China. 16 is um, Micronesia, where I was born, Parvati Shallow. 17 is Gabon, Bob Crowley. 18 is Token Chains, and that's JT. 19 is Samoa. But we all know the real winner was Russell Hance. It's not, it's not Natalie. No, it's Natalie. Uh, 20, 20 is um, and that's Sandra's second win. Um, 21 is my boy Fabio in, in Nicaragua. 22 is Redemption Island, Boston Rob Island, if we're being honest. Um, and that's Boston <laughs> Rob. 23 is South Pacific, and that's Sophie. Uh, 24 is One World, and that's the best player of all time next to Tony, Kim's Bradlin. 25 is Philippines. Next to Nice. Mm-hmm. 26 is Cochrane. Sexy Cochran, and he's uh, that one's Fenzer's favorites, Caramelin. Mm-hmm. 28, 27. That's Blood versus Water, and that's Tyson, one of mm-hmm. the greatest winners of all time, also. 28, yep. Tony Vlacos, the greatest player to ever play. Talking on. 29 is San Juan del Sur, and that's Natalie. 30 is that's Mike, Mike Hollywood. 31. Is my 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 older brother, the King Jeremy, and that's uh, second chance, Cambodia. Um, Thirty-two is um, Ko Rom. Aubrey's the true winner, but Michelle Michelle's cool, so she 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 can get the double on that. Um, Thirty-three favorite season, Millennials versus Gen X, Adam Klein. Thirty-four game changer, Sarah Lucina. Thirty-five. And we lost him. Uh, you know what? He forgot. He had to go Google it. Yeah, he forgot. He forgot. I think Jay forgot uh, the. So that's a that's a loss, right? He didn't get it. <laughs> he was on a roll. He, he cut. I, dude. I was like, okay, hey, JD, breathe, dude. You know, <laughs> you can breathe. First, first and last names too. I was, I was, yeah. I know, dude. I don't think I could do last names. I don't, honestly, like, I didn't know. I don't know Aris Bukakis. Like, who the heck is Aris Bukakis? Baskhouses. Yeah, he's Baskhouse. Yeah. Okay, you're on thirty. No idea what's happening. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. My bad, guys. Um. It's all good. Millennials versus next. Adam Klein. Mm-hmm. 34, Sarah Lucina, um, Game Changers. 35, Ben Dreebergen, um, HHH. 36, Ghost Island, Wendell Holland, Big Bro. 37, Nick Wilson, David versus Goliath. 38, Edge of Extinction, Chris Underwood. 39, Tommy Sheehan, um, Island of the Idols. 40, all winners. Uh, Tony, 
second win. And then 41 is Erica, the winner of Survivor 41, which has no title. It's just 41. So, so yeah, it's, that's uh, all of them. Drop, drop the four, keep the one, actually. Excuse all me, right. Drop the four, keep the one. Same thing, but second place. Go. <laughs> We're kidding. We're kidding. Don't do that, please. Uh, no, that was cool. That was great. That was good. Okay. Who's take it? So, so you've seen every season at least once. Do you ever do rewatches? Oh, I've rewatched like every season at least, at least five times. Oh like, wow! Throughout my lifetime, I've watched them all so many times. So, okay. Yeah. What's what's like uh, an underrated season that you, that you think is better than people give it credit for? Come underrated on, season I, and I, underrated winner. Don't let me down. I, I don't understand really why people hate on TG so much because you have so much stuff that comes to fruition in that season. You have the safe boat is invented in that season, right? Um, hmm. Safe boat's invented by Stacy and like Earl and they, they get out, they get out um, Gordo, I think it is. Um, okay. And then you have Alman and Earl who are two of the best strategic players, especially in that early era. And yeah. Earl, who's an amazing winner. And so I, I really don't, it's got a compelling story that, the ending is really good, especially with um, Dreams' promise to Yao Man. So I'm like, I've, I've always really liked that season. So don't understand why people hate it. So, like... And then an underrated winner. Tommy Sheehan is, is still underrated. I think he's incredible. I think he's honestly one of the best ever. Who is? Who just Tommy Sheehan. Yeah. Oh, yes. Most, most underrated winner. Like, he's he's good. I think I think he's really good. So, so yeah. when you said Fiji, you you stuttered and meant Gabon, correct? <laughs> no, he meant Fiji. I do he love Gabon, mean... though. I do love. Thank Gabon, you. Gabon is Thank already you. loved. Loved though. You know what I mean? Like you get, you get some amazing characters. I'm still shocked that Maddie did not return or Kenny did not return. I know. Um, right? Even they had Corinne come back, and they had um, who was Randy. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I'm like, I'm like, Maddie and and Kenny made that season for me. Like, they really made that season for me. So, yeah. Um, Gabon is really who good. Was the, who was the Olympian? Was that Crystal? Crystal, Crystal the uh, yeah. the Olymp. She got stripped of her gold for doping. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. So. So. That um, explains why she sucks so bad in the challenges, but yeah. I'm surprised Bob hasn't come back too. I mean, I know he wasn't ever considered like one of Dude, the top. Five Bob could come back. Time. Bob could come back today, bro. What do you mean? Well, it's weird because like he won fan favorite on Gabon, right? But then they did fans versus favorites, and they picked Corinne, right, over Bob. So I mean, I you know I love Corinne, but you know Bob, you know Bob. Maybe it's maybe it's because um, there was no winners on fans versus favorites. I don't think that I think that was like a rule. True. True, because yeah. there, there. I don't think there was the first time either, right? No, yeah, no, no winners. Yeah. No, no. True. Yep. No, yeah. That might that might have been why, but, um, all right. So you're a super fan. Did you, uh, um, did you apply? How many times did you apply? Because you uh, were twenty on the show, right? So you couldn't have applied that many times, right? I applied once. Um, okay. I sent for one audition tape. One. I could have been like that on Survivor, but but no. Um, I sent my audition tape, and then a like three, four weeks later, I got a call. 
I was 18 at the time also. Um, mm. I was actually going to go on the show when I was younger, when I was like around 18, 19, but COVID happened and the show kept getting postponed. And so, um, mm. yeah, I applied, I applied and, and I got on, which was amazing. I was so stoked. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have been better if I would have gone on when I was 18, because I don't think I could have done much worse than I did um, when I was 20. So, so I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe I, younger people would have been like, oh, he's just a baby. Like, let's carry the baby to the end. So, but I don't know. You never know. Well, you would have been the youngest. Would you, would you have been the youngest winner had you won in 41? Because Fabio is right now, yeah. right? And he was, was he 21? He was, he was 21. Yeah. Okay. That was a big thing for me too. I was like, I want to be the first winner younger than Survivor itself. And I want to be the uh, youngest winner. But now I'll never be able to do that unless they bring me back in the next next couple of months, you know, so. Right, right, right. Um, so you got the call. Um, did you have to go through, like, I heard some people, like, only had to do, like, one interview. Some people, I heard it's kind of, like, different for everyone, like, their, like, casting journey. But, like, yeah. um, did you, like, what did it look like between the first call and, like, the call that was, like, you're on? So I got the first call. <laughs> Literally at, at my college, I was like in the library studying and Jody Winterchesky calls me and I like bolt to the hallway. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to be on the show. Like, I love you, you know, like all that, all that stuff. I and could then, fit it in my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe not like I was freaking out or anything. Um, but then like later she calls again. She's like, you're going to have an interview with Jeff and Matt Van Wagenen. Mm-hmm. Um and I, and I did my interview with them. It was so cool. They're super great people. Like, Jeff is freaking amazing. Um, and then they were like, all right, you're going to finals, straight to finals. Wow. And so they, they flew me out to L.A. And then you go through casting. There's probably like 15, 20 people there. And you do interviews and you do stuff every day. And if you don't make the cut, you get sent home. And by the end of the week, I think there was five of us. Um. And all the people who I was in casting with are actually on 42, except for Sydney. Sydney and I were in the same casting finals. Everybody else is in 42, like Lydia and Kai and um, some other people. Some other people. Um, but yeah. Okay. So finished that, got home, and they're like, they're like, we're you're on the show. In fact, we want you to be on 41. We don't even want you on 42. We're going to move you up. And I was like, oh, that's freaking sick. I was, I was like, I was so <laughs> stoked for it. And so, COVID's happening right now. We're going to move it back a month. So you'll leave next month. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like I can wait. Um, and granted, at this time, I'm only like 130 pounds at this time. So I'm like, I can start putting on weight. And so mm-hmm. then they're like, a month passes. They're like, oh, we're going to move it three months. And I'm like, damn. Still 18, though. You know what I mean? And so then, like, we're going to move it again. We're going to move it again. Like, a year and a half, almost two years go by. I'm 20 years old, right? I'm now, instead of being 130, I'm, like, 165. Um, and, then, and they're like, okay, it's happening now. Doing it for real. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so we left in March 20th, which was two days after I turned 20 and and uh, went to went – to, LA and then flew to Fiji and the rest is history. Had some extra votes taken along the way, a couple bad challenge performances, 
my dream shattered. But like that's that's pretty much the journey. So yeah. Nice, nice. Um, did you? Uh, so I know you said you it was it kept being pushed, but like during all the the times it got pushed, like were you doing anything to? prep whether like physical stuff or mental stuff yeah. or rewatching seasons like how, how what was your prep like yeah so i, I have rewatched every season a bunch but i think it's better to watch the most recent ones so a lot of david versus goliath a lot of edge of extinction a lot of island of the idols and not too much winners at war because i think mm -hmm. winners at war would, would, would just convolute like all my thinking i was trying to think of like good things to do with fire tokens and innovative ways to play advantages, but like that didn't even work out. So, um, but I also, I was running every day, um, like 30 pounds. Some of it was not muscle as you can see on the show at the beginning, but, but I just needed to like be bigger out there. Cause I, I, I had a feeling that I was going to lose a, a decent amount of weight. Right. Um, and so that's what I did. I remember I, I watched survivor specialists. I watched, um, I watched Adam Jumba talk about the top 100, which I disagree with some of the people on his list, but it was a good list. Oh my gosh, tell um, me about it. That was so bad. I, <laughs> uh, watched the Russell Hand show. I remember seeing some BS too. Like Russell's like, I'm watching Russell, one of his one of his podcasts or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I heard that they're out there right now. And I'm like, no, we're not, bro. And this was like, <laughs> and this was back in 2019. And I'm like, we're not out there, bro. So. I was taking everything Russell said with a grain of salt. Great player and all, great player, but but uh, you need to check your facts, brother. But um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much impression. that's pretty much what I did. Yeah, that's good impression. That's pretty much uh, how it went. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it must have been weird. It wasn't like uh, I'm on or you're on, and then like a couple months you'll be flown out. Like how long? Like. How many times, like, how many times do you think it got pushed for you guys? Or I guess oh, for you. Oh, so many times. So really? many times it got pushed, yeah. And um, I, I knew that some people were also, like, because it kept getting postponed and they were re-interviewing people. Oh, right. going on in this time. So some people were getting cut. And I was like, they, they better not cut me. I was, I was like, <laughs> I've waited this long. I will fly to L.A. and I will throw hands with somebody. Um, but yeah, like no, people were getting cut and then you also had the diversity, the diversity quota happening, right? You had Rob has a podcast and they were, they had all the black survivor players and they were, they were telling all of their stories and it was really compelling and it was really good. And they met with Jeff and all that stuff. So then the diversity quota got passed. Right. And mm -hmm. so I know for a fact, some people were getting cut because they had to fill that quota. Right. Right. Um, I know some people were like, Oh, JD's only on the show because because he had to fill the diversity quota, but I was casted way before that happened. I was casted right. way before that happened. And so um, I was like, but this is cool. This is cool. Um, so that was one of the things that was happening. It, there was there was so much going on during that time. It was, it was pretty crazy. And part of me was like scared that they were just going to be like, oh, JD, sorry, maybe maybe another time. And so mm. it, was, it was tough, but it got postponed probably at least, I want to say like, five or six times to the point where it's about a Jeez. year and a half of like it really puts into perspective. I was 18 when I went to casting the first time and I got on the show and then I was 20 while I was on the show. So that's, that's right. pretty crazy. 
Okay. Well, so he said you watch Survivor podcast. So, uh, what's the best one? This one, obviously. How can I say anything but? Of course, of course. What? Uh, I love. I I listen to all the podcasts though. Did Peridium, you? Meridian yeah. Review. You know, Survivor yeah. Specialist. Like even even Survivor Spencer's. He's up and coming. He's doing his thing. You know, like. I listen. I right. listen to everybody. I support. I, I if you love Survivor, I love you. I support whatever you do. So, do you remember what we said about you and the? I, I remember you know, watching. I remember you're like, I literally remember what you said. You know, you're like, oh, you're a gamer. Like, are we gonna be a gamer? I'm like, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you, brother. I'm you like, were a gamer. gamer. You were a gamer. I you were too much I of a gamer. You were was, a gamer. Like, what the I was frick? the dummy. I was the dummy. You no, were the. I, I, I don't like. I don't like how you're wording this, JD. We need to. We need to work on some self talk, okay? Like, I, I mean, I talked myself up too much out there. I was like, I'm amazing. Like, I'm the. I'm the best guy out here, you know. But uh, didn't quite come to fruition. But I tried, you know. Like, I. Let me just say, when I got my extra vote, I did not actually do any mini my emo. I was like, this is Nash's equilibrium. Like, I know exactly how I need to get this extra vote. And I knew Danny was going to go for it, right? That was one thing. But even if everyone did go for it and I lost my extra vote, and I lost my vote and the extra vote, it wouldn't matter because if I made the first vote unanimous, nobody would know in the first place. So I was like, I talked, I said all of that, but they only showed me make the eeny, meeny, miny, mo joke, which I was like, uh, I just look like a dummy out there, so... I don't like that you're calling it dumb because it, to me and Adam, it didn't seem dumb. It just seemed like overplaying. Yeah, no. So, and, but that's um, not dumb. I didn't want to, I didn't want to. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had some moments that seemed a little buffoonish, I will say. But I, I was trying to think through things out there. Like, I wasn't just... I didn't just give Shane my vote like, oh, hey, you want, you want my vote? Like, that's not what was going on. Um, right. I was, I was, I was trying to think of what's the best possible avenue, like, because nobody out there trusted me. Honestly, nobody wanted to work with me. If I'm being honest with myself and everybody watching, nobody actually wanted to work with JD. It's just a, why we can use JD's vote for now, and so that that's that's definitely what was happening. Um, on on day one on when we were like on the barge it doesn't show it but i actually didn't jump off the boat i climbed down because i was i was so freaking nervous i was so nervous so i climbed down and mm. ricard was telling everybody that i couldn't swim see later that i actually can't swim i was just so nervous on that first day the nerves really got to me um yeah but that's 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 definitely what happened um yeah so nobody was wanted to work with jd because I kind of already painted this target for myself. And then on top of that, I went on the trek with Xander and mm -hmm. Danny on day three. And that was just like even more reason for people to want to target me. So it was just, I was such an easy target. And then I was kind of making it easier for people to target me. And so, and it just got worse from there because I got caught with the extra vote and, and people blamed me for Sarah going home. And there was just so much, so, so much. It was... You 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 know that luck is a part of Survivor, and it seemed like you did get shortchanged a little bit just by people's perceptions and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I think if I was on a different tribe, I would have done a lot better. Like, if I'm if I'm sitting on the same tribe of Nasir, me and Nasir are throwing out 
Like, we're broing out. Me and Xander are broing out. Me and Deshaun are broing out. I think I get along with Sydney really well. I think I get along with Tiffany really well. But, like, I was looking at my tribe when I saw who I'm like, we got the oldest guy in the tribe. We got Ricard, who, how am I ever going to get along with Ricard? Like, what were we going to talk about? Hair? That's, like, the only thing we could have had in common. Um, I had Jeannie on, on our tribe, who's, like, also the oldest woman. Like, I had Shan, and then I had Sarah, who I was like, okay, I can buy with Sarah. But that also didn't work. So I was just like, who was I supposed to get along with on that tribe? Who was I supposed to really hit it off with? So... It was yeah, strange. when That's Sarah cool. went out, when Sarah went out, like, what was the feeling? Like, was it like, oh no, impending doom? Like, because now yeah, like, you didn't have anybody to bond with, or did you have some trust in Chan at that time? It's, I had trust in Chan going into the first travel, like one hundred percent. Um, and then definitely getting rid of Sarah. I even told in my confessionals, I was like, "That's the wrong move. I mean, the wrong move. That was a dumb decision." Because I should have gotten rid of Brad. Because I saved Brad at that first tribal council, right? But then Brad targets me. To work with the people. He wants to work with them who want to get out first. And so I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to like? Excuse my language, but like, what am I supposed to do with this? And so that was definitely something that happened. But I wanted initially to get rid of Ricard with Brad and Jeannie. But they didn't want to work with me. And so I was like, Shan's my only play. So that's really what happened. Mm. Right. Do you remember, just to backtrack like a, a, a tiny bit, but I, I wanted to ask, like, um, once the camp, once the quarantine had passed um, and, like, the, the cameras started rolling, the game was finally on, do you remember if there was, like, a moment when you were just like, you know, oh shit, I'm really in this. Like, this is really happening. Yeah. So, shows when we're all like flying on the boats and the cameras are on us, and like my shirt's open and my hair is like going crazy, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> it, it didn't. It didn't sink in like, like then. It really didn't. Like, I had my buff on, and I'm like, just cruising. It wasn't until we climbed on that boat and the like heating of the sun. And Jeff and so many camera people. Um, and I was just like, holy shit. Like, I'm really on Survivor now. Like, it was like, it was almost like I shrunk. And I became JD in kindergarten. Like, And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm really out here. Like, I'm about yeah. to begin this journey. Hopefully a long journey. That wasn't. But I was like, that's crazy. Like, I'm really, I'm really on Survivor. And so, yeah. And that's started coming that's when i like i got that down the boat you know what i'm saying i was just got the pre-race jitters and i was also i was really hoping that we would have a marooning Mm. hoping that we would have like a just a regular like go on the beach you know like or we would come in like that like in heroes versus villains or something and i we would go straight to a challenge where i could run or something like that but i knew I just knew in my heart of hearts that we were going to have a marooning and I was going to have to do some crazy swim or something. So, yeah. yeah. Was the shirt flip, was that uh, was that you or was that a uh, production? That was production. I actually wanted to close my shirt. because If you can see, like, I had a little punch. I was putting on so much weight in quarantine. We weren't allowed to exercise. So I was just, like, piling on this Fijian food. And they feed you. They feed you. They feed you. And so I was just mm. like, oh, my gosh. And so I had, like, 
bit of a gut, just a bit of a gut. And I was like, I want to close my shirt, but they're like, not nah, you, shirt open. And I was like, damn, <laughs> how are they going to have me and my little pudge? Like, they're going to have me with my shirt open and then have Xander wearing a fucking cardigan. Like, and he's like ripped. I'm like, what is, who's making these decisions? Like, Say, don't, off, so. don't let, don't let the track kids eat without exercise and, you know, yeah. go crazy. Cause I, I ate so much. It was so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> with no exercise. Terrible. Terrible. Pudge gate. We'll call it. Pudge gate. Um, so the night, uh, and I, I hate to make you relive bad memories, but uh, the night you go home, um, going into that tribal, like going into it, what percent chance do you think you had, uh, you had thought you were that that was going to be your last night in the game? Like, did you more like did you think more likely walking in you were going to go home, or did you think you were? Because from the edit, we were blindsided. Like honestly, it may have been for me personally the biggest shock of the season. Yeah. I um. I was yeah. convinced Jeannie was going home. Same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they definitely did. Like, that's that's definitely editing mojo. Because I remember watching um, people's podcasts, and they're like, Jeannie's got to go home. I think JD's safe. Like, Jeannie's – like, why would they get rid of JD now? Like, that's, that's a terrible idea. Um, I remember watching that. But ha- when I was out there and I was going into that tribal, I was like, less than a 30% chance that I make it out of here alive. I was calling myself – I wish they would have shown it. I don't know if they did, but I was calling myself Survivor Houdini because I was supposed to go home first, then I was supposed to go home when Brad went home, and I was like, how many times can I look death in the face and escape? You know what I mean? Right. And so also I knew, like, after giving Shan my extra vote that second time, I was like, this could easily just get rid of me. And I knew Jeannie was lying to me. I knew she wasn't going to vote with me even though we had told right. each other that we were going to vote together. Um, I couldn't trust her card as far as I've thrown, right? Mm-hmm. But And I really couldn't trust Shan either. But it was just that that was the best play I had. So I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to try break it down a little bit. I've done it a couple times. I think I got it down to a T now. Okay. So, I mean, when, when Brad goes home, I want to work with Brad, and I want to work with Jeannie, and I want to vote out Ricard. Brad is not speaking to me. He's not speaking to me at all. And whenever Brad wants you gone, he will make it very known. Just like mm-hmm. he did on day three when he told Sarah and he told Shan that they were going home to their faces. And so Brad is not talking to me. He used to be my closest ally. I used to talk to him like every day. And now all of a sudden, like he's saying three words to me. So I'm like, I go to Jeannie and I'm like, Jeannie, what's going on? We can get rid of Ricard. Like, why is Brad not speaking to me? I saved him. They wanted to vote him out, and I made sure that didn't happen. He's like, ah, I don't know, JD. Well, that's Brad, JD. I don't know what to tell you, JT. And Brad and Jeannie are buy one, get one half off. Wherever one goes, the other one's coming. Regardless. Mm. It's good or not. It, that's just how it was. And so I'm like, there's no way that Jeannie and Brad are voting with me. Now the only play I have is to put 100% of my trust in Shan and to be like, I'm with you 100%. Like, please, here's my extra vote. Like, you have me in your pocket. And that's what I did. And if you rewatch it, it shows, like, at first, Shan does not bring up that extra vote. I'm like, I say, I'm willing to give you my extra vote right now. I say that. Please, people, go back and rewatch it. I say that to her. And yeah. so that was, that was a play by me. I was like, 
I want to build this trust because I have no trust with anybody on this tribe. I have no other option than to give this to you. And it worked the first time because Brad goes home and I'm safe. Now, that, that's important. That's integral to this next part. Mm-hmm. Um, we lose again, and it's me, Jeannie, Shan, and Ricard. Uh, Shan had raked me over the coals about the extra vote um, and then come to find out the next night that she's lying to all of us because she knew that Brad had the idol and she knew that Brad right. had to steal a vote and she was withholding all this information from me, even though she got mad at me for withholding information from her. So right. we had a little blow up. I get my extra vote back and I'm like, Shan is dead to me. Ricard is dead to me. Jeannie is dead to me. I just want to get out of here so I can work with Xander, so I can work with Danny, because we had made a deal on the trek. I just, mm. I want, I was praying for a swap. I was like, I'm every color but green. Red, orange, yellow, blue, indigo, violet, chartreuse, burgundy. I was every color but green. Um, we lose again. I'm like, okay, I want to get rid of Ricard with Jeannie and my ex. So I go to Jeannie, first person I talk to when we get back to camp after the challenge. I'm like, Jeannie, it's either me or you. Like, we're screwed. We are, like, completely screwed. Like, we're at their mercy. Like, I literally was like, they're, they're treating us like puppets on the string. And mm-hmm. Jeannie just hit me with that same line that she did when Brad and her are going to vote me out. That, oh, JD, I, I don't know. Like, oh, would you use your extra vote? I don't know, JD. She hit me with that again. And so I'm like, this chick is not with me. Like, she's not going to vote with me. And so then I'm like, what do I do? I'm trying to think it through. Shan comes to me. She's acting all crazy, all paranoid. And she's like, are you going to vote me out with Jeannie? Are you going to vote out Ricard with your extra vote and Jeannie? And I'm like thinking in my mind, Jeannie must have told her. Jeannie must have told her that I want to do that. And so now I'm like, I'm 100% back against the wall. Jeannie's not going to work with me. Shan and Ricard don't trust me either. Um, Jeannie probably told Shan my plan to vote out Ricard. Like, there's nothing that I can do except for try one more time to put my faith in Shan and just try to make it one more day. So she asked me for that extra vote, and I hesitantly gave it to her, and the rest is history. So going into that tribal, I was like, I'm screwed. And if I make it out of here, by the grace of God, like... It is what it is, but I was I was fairly sure that I was I was the one going home. Yeah, stupid move on Jeannie's part for sure because we see her go out next. Um, right. But you know, so you were a hundred percent new. Jeannie was not going to work with you like all the way. Like you knew you had to put your trust in Shan, so you did yeah. what you had to do and give her your vote. That's what happened. That's that's definitely what happened. I'm and I'm not taking any credit from her because her getting that extra vote the second time she 100% played me she 100% got me but at the same time I was like this is this is really the only thing I can do is give this to you um but she she coerced me she played me she she black widowed me like all that like she got it so but I there was definitely more thinking involved than I think people are gonna give me credit for so a lot of people call that like one of the most stone cold moves in survivor do you yeah. share that sentiment <laughs> oh it was it was brutal like and especially because um she was calling me her little brother and she was uh, shan was out there she was swearing on her faith man 
she was not there. She was she was totally blockhosting it up in that pre Ramadan. I was like, this pastor? I was like, there's no way this pastor is gonna it's be. It's always like, the ones you least on expect, face. man. Right? The cops like, and the pastors. I was like, there's no freaking way that she's li- she's gonna lie to me about this. But um Shan did her thing, man, and she, she played she played her ass off. So my my hat my hat's off to her. Definitely. But yeah, yeah, she got me. Stone cold. <laughs> well, so looking back on it, do you um do you think once uh, Brad went home and you guys lost the challenge, um, do you think there's any possible way you could have saved yourself? Yeah, yes, yes. There's definitely I, I, something I could have done. There, there had to have been because like, it's not out till your torch goes out. Here's what I think I should have done. I should have, as soon as we got back to camp, whipped out the extra and been like, Ricard, Shan, I'm not with y'all. And I would have looked Jeannie in the eye in front of all of them and just been like, Jeannie, I'm with you. And I'm going to vote out one of those two with you tonight with this extra vote. I should have just made it so damn clear that there was no games going on or or I could have went to tribal with my extra vote and try to make it live and like try to blow things up. Because I could have been like, Jeannie, they're, they're playing us. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I told her. But I should have made it so clear and drawn a line in the sand and been like, I'm 100% against Ricard and Shan. I'm with you. You have me. I'm a lot less threatening than them. I'm a lot more trustworthy than them. And we could have been Malcolm and Denise. I was telling Jeannie that. I was like, we're Malcolm and Denise. You know what I mean? Like, because I had always wanted to be Malcolm. And like, who wouldn't want to be a winner? So I was like, Jeannie, you're Denise. Like, let's do this. And I think had I maybe somehow pulled that out and, and gotten rid of her card and then it's just me and Jeannie and Shan, I'll be real. Jeannie might flip on me and go with Shan because Shan had also had Jeannie on lock. So I there's really uh, – I don't know what I would have had to do. I just had to make it to a swap. I wish we would have swapped right. this season, but we didn't. So Right. Yeah. Well, so obviously Jeannie goes home. Jeannie goes home next. When she came to Ponderosa, did she um, did she say like, "Oh, I wish I had done done your plan and used the extra boat"? She was under the assumption that I like was not actually going to use it. So here's what oh, Jeannie okay. says. Jeannie says that we talked and she was down with the extra boat plan, but then Jeannie goes and talks to Shan, and Shan says, "I'm gonna try to get the extra boat from JD." Right. And then she says, she, she will always say, oh, before I knew it, Jeannie had already given the extra vote to, to Shan. But I'm like, Jeannie, if you really wanted to work with me and you really wanted to use that extra vote, after talking to Shan, why wouldn't you be like, JD, Shan's going to try to get your extra vote again and vote you out? Why would she do that if she knew that that was the plan all along? And so that's right. why I'm like 100% sure. Like, I was screwed regardless of what happened. That's what I mean when I say I had no other option than to give it to Shan, but right. I I I still don't understand 100% Genie's gameplay. I don't 100% understand Brad's gameplay, but Genie did come back to Ponderosa and she was like, "Oh, JD, we should have worked together. It could have been you, me, and Brad. It could have been uh, you, me, and Brad. Really? And like, <laughs> Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. I wonder who wanted to do that." Oh, first thing I said when I got to Ponderosa, when I got off the boat, I see everybody waiting for me. I see Sarah with her fine ass. 
I see Voce looking stoic, and he's like just sitting there. I see Abraham, and then I see the tall, lanky guy. And I'm first thing I say is, what the "Hell, that's literally the first thing that came out of my mouth." I was like, "I was like, I was with you." Like, I, I for the life of me did not understand why Brad turned on me, because when we go into that first vote, you guys can even rewatch it. Like, I, I'm sure you guys see it, like. To me, Shannon Ricard turned to me at Tribal Council and they look at me and they say, Brad, we're doing Brad. And I'm like, heck no. And then Ricard comes around the corner, whispers in my ear, we're changing the vote to Brad. And I'm like, I get up and I'm like, getting rid of Brad is a terrible idea. They show you this on TV. They show you this. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to get rid of Brad. And obviously I tell Shan, I'll do whatever you want, but I'm not getting rid of Brad. I was not, I was never going to write down Brad's name at that point, right? And so they wanted Brad. But that's why I feel like I didn't get any credit for my strategic game because Sarah goes home because of me. Like those people came in wanting Brad and I came in wanting Sarah gone. And we leave with Sarah gone and yet Shan is player of the game on all these Instagram posts. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm the one who got the extra vote. I'm the one who was targeted at the beginning and didn't get a single vote cast against him. And I'm the one who made it so Sarah went home. I made that live. And so, like, I was like, I'm getting nothing. I get nothing but treated like the dumbest survivor. But that's okay, you know. Like, I want to like, go I just on the record. Function, so, I want to go on the record and say the survivor buffs. I forget which one of us. One of us had you as player of the episode for that one. So, I just yeah. wanna, just wanna set the record straight because good, good, good. you got the well. I mean, but how could we not? You got the extra vote and you changed the vote. So uh, we might we might have both said it. I don't. I think I we both. I thought, yeah, I, thought I think we, we both a, said JD for player one or because I thought we one. agreed on player of the week for like the first. Yeah, yeah. So we both said you. We both said you then. All right, all right. Well, and I, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, if you want to give me LVP for like episode two, episode three, episode four, like, well, episode two, I didn't really do anything wrong, but episode three, getting caught with the extra vote and like. Losing because of the sandbag challenge. Like, I'm, if you're going to give me LVP, that's fair. If you're going to give me LVP for giving up my extra vote and getting voted out, that's fair. But, like, I deserve some credit for that first episode. Like, I really I really worked my ass off, and I, I got no credit. People in the game were like, JD, that was insane. Like, like they were like, dude, you got to be. You're going to be MVP of that episode. Like, and I remember people telling me that. I remember the confession, like, the producers being like, how do you feel after doing that crazy performance at Tribal and getting an extra vote? And, and I'm like, I felt like a star that first day. And so it just sucked for the fans to be like, nah, Shan did everything. She was in charge of the whole thing. And I was like, it's, oh. It felt like felt well, like man. that was a reoccurring theme. You know, people yeah. saying moves were Shan's moves, but they were actually yours or actually Ricard's. Right, you know. right, 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 right. Of course, I of will course say, I, people will probably debate us on that, but. I will say that Ricard post merge deserves a lot more credit, but pre merge Ricard was he was a non factor. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted Ricard gone. If you watched everybody else's interviews, I literally have a screen recording of Shan saying it. Shan saying nobody wanted to work with Ricard. I have a screen recording from her interview with Warren Ashley Beck because I was like, I want it for the records that I am not lying when I because everybody is like JD's lying, JD's lying on all my interviews, and I'm like, what? Like, why do you have to lie? I'm the fifth dude. Like. And so nobody, except for maybe Sarah and maybe, maybe um, Shan, but Jeannie didn't want to work with him. 
I didn't want to work with him. Brad didn't want to work with him. We all were targeting him. And Shan saved him. Boat after boat after boat after boat after boat. And so, yeah, I mean, he a great post-merge player, but his pre-merge game was, he's getting, he, he didn't really do much. Shan was really in control, so. Hey, right. man, shield strategy. Yeah. Yeah. The, only, the only the only the only downs the only downside to playing like that pre-merge is you won't be quite the confessional hog like your like yourself you know I think right. I think we counted what like thirteen confessionals from you like first episode it was crazy I think I think it was like fourteen or fifteen and I had the most confessionals in a premiere episode of Survivor ever which is crazy oh, wow. I was like wow yeah because I I had like a I had at least two confessionals at the beginning and then I went on the trek and I, I did the challenge and I had the extra vote. So I had so much content to talk about, which is another thing. People are like, how come this person has so many confessionals? How come I don't have this many confessionals? No offense, but it's, it's really because you're boring and you don't make the TV. Like say what you want about my game, play, but I was entertaining. I was entertaining. I was doing stuff. I was in the, in the talk. I was trying to make stuff happen. Yeah. And that's another thing. It was like Brad and Jeannie, were mad at me for getting up at that first tribal council. They were like, why are you acting crazy? Why are you getting up? Like, why didn't you talk to us? Why Why didn't we know what was going on? And I'm like, if y'all want to know what's going on at tribal council, get up and talk to people. Talk to people. And they, they just didn't for some reason. They just stayed seated. They just, and so I was just, I was like, who am I playing with right now? Like, it's either I play with the villains. <laughs> I either play with the villains, the gruesome, gruesome, in her car, or I play with Jeannie and Brad. We're gonna be just like I, I don't know what their next move is gonna be, and so <laughs> Brad could have played an amazing game. Brad probably could have won. I, oh. I don't know what he was thinking. We all loved him. He was not targeted until until he told Shannon Sarah they were going home to their faces. He was in a prime position to like literally make it the whole way. Mm. I don't. And then he turned on me, who was like somebody who literally was going to bat for him at tribal council mm -hmm. and i i don't know and he puts his trust in shan who was out and i just i don't know what the hell was going on on Ua. i don't know what people were drinking it was probably that contaminated well water <laughs> I, I i don't i don't freaking know to this day mm. right so well so that was um... long-winded no, 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 we, we love, love the content. <laughs> Don't do not worry. Well, so um, so you get home from you back to you fly back to L.A., come home to Oklahoma. Um, what was it like sort of uh, adapting back to normal life? And I'm sure being uh, such a big super fan as you are, you probably wanted to um, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I imagine you just wanted to tell everyone about what happened on the island, right, your right, experience. Right, right but you yeah. probably had to keep that a secret. So like, what was it like getting back to the, to the world pre like the season actually airing? It was, it was really tough actually. Um, mm -hmm. I was depressed. Like if you, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have interviewed Sarah, but like if you talk to mm -hmm. Sarah or anybody in the pre-merge and they ask you like, what was going on at Ponderosa? Like what was JD doing? I was sleeping and I was in my room and I was like, I was literally like depressed. I was so fucked up. Um, and so, getting home, like it really wasn't any better, but I was trying to get back in the spring of things. And so I wanna tell everybody like, this is what happened, especially because my family knew how much it meant to me. I wanna be like, this is what I did. And like, 
they already knew that I was pre-merge because I, I got home early, right? And so right. they they were just like, we're proud of you no matter what. Like, we're proud of you, which I really appreciated. But getting home, I wasn't very attached to my phone anymore. Stuff just wasn't as fun. Like, I'm, I like parties. I like to go to parties. Like, I remember going to a party and being like, I really hate this. Like, I'm going home. Like, it just, mm-hmm. nothing felt the same after Survivor. Like, I knew people were still playing when I was home. I wanted to be out there. Like, I was like, there's still people in that game. There's still people playing the game that I love and I've always wanted to play. And I'm sitting here, like, at this fucking party. Like, I, I don't want to be here. Like, I want to be out in Fiji, starving, sleeping in the dirt, like, backstabbing, like, trying to scrape by just to make it one more day. Like, that's what I wanted. And so it was just so hard to 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 be back in, in Oklahoma as opposed to being in Fiji. And so it, it just sucked really yeah. yeah did it um did it get any better like as time went on or like when the season started airing yeah as time went on i kind of survivor's always been so important to me right and i've mm-hmm. always like had survivor on in the background watching tv i've had i've had you know adam jumba and russell hansen's podcast or i've had i've had survivor specialist podcast you know like i've or Peridium or Rise Pocket. I've had something on in the background while I'm cleaning, while I'm eating, while I'm driving to school, while I'm driving to work, while I'm, I'm I've always had that survivor part of my life. But when I got back, it was just like, it, I felt numb almost to it. And I, I was scared of that because I love Survivor. And so I was like, I wasn't turning on podcasts. I wasn't watching seasons. And I kind of put it on the back burner, which meant mm. for mental health wise, I think was pretty good for me was to just be like, you don't need this. You don't need this. You love this, but you don't need it. And so, yeah, I just try to focus on school, try to focus on work, um, try to focus on, you know, relationships with friends and family. Um, and so that that was that was good. That was, that was good for me. And so when the show started airing again, it started bringing back up that excitement. Um, I remember mm. when the cast got, got leaked and they used, like, my prom photo. I was like, I don't look like that anymore, but, but like, that's cool. Um, and people's opinions started coming out the wazoo, and I was like, this is crazy. And people started making predictions, and a lot of predictions were correct. It was just like, it kind of made me still love Survivor. You know, like, I loved the fans until I realized how awful the fans are. Um, I watched the season back, and everybody's getting death threats, and everybody's getting shit talked about them. People are talking about, like, my personal life, and I'm like, like, I don't know what this has to do with Survivor, but... But yeah, the fans were just hated everything. They hated the diversity. They hated, you know, the new rules. They hated, they hated me. <laughs> they hated, they hated everything. And so, I was just like, I love Survivor, but not so much the Survivor fans. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard to it's hard to find a show <clears throat> that has like such a intense fan base. But I've never seen a show that like hates a show so much but still calls himself yeah. a fan <laughs> you know yeah unless you're unless you're over here watching anime those anime fans are they go crazy yeah yeah really anime do. those are the weirdos but you know it's okay right but um what um when they when the cast did get leaked um so me and gideon did two cast assessments we did like a a, a pre-official review assessment and then like a one at the one um after the official reveal and yeah for the one for like the leaks um 
I must have spent like three hours trying to find all your guys' Instagrams. Some yeah. of you weren't even on Instagram. Um, you, I think, might have been one of the toughest to find. I was I was shocked when I almost had given up, um, but somehow I I found yours. Um, I remember did, I remember watching I remember watching you uh, you guys' little cast assessment and like seeing like the four photos like clicking through the four photos like what do we have about this guy like. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed all the stuff that we made about as much. We we made about as much assumptions as you can from four Instagram posts that you could. You know, we were like, yeah, all uh, all from like a year ago. I know. I was speaking. I was like, I was like, okay, this guy's a track runner. Uh, obviously, athletic. I feel like this guy will be good at the endurance challenges if he makes it post merge. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but no, that was fun. Did you um, like when the leaks came out? Um, did you start getting like uh, like did your follower count start going up? Did you start did did were people able to find you? I mean, we found you, but it it, it took a yeah. while. Okay. The follower count went up went up a, a little bit. I think like I had about a thousand followers, and I went from a thousand to like a thousand two hundred or something like that. Which was I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I was locked out of my Instagram. So that's why I did not post when I, when I had gotten uh, back and it took me so long to get back to my Instagram dang. account. Um, but yeah, that's, that is definitely what happened. Okay. And so, uh, where, where did you watch the, uh, premiere episode? Um, I went to a couple places. So there was a watch party at Roast Eight, which I went and I like made my appearance. And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, Jenny!" Oh my gosh, you know. And I was like, "Dude, like, being yeah, there for yeah. the first episode, I bet that was dope." Yeah, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, well, especially because you were like, I, I, I know, had so like, much clout, bro." So you also were kind of like the star of the yeah. first two episodes. You talk too, so, so much. Yes, <laughs> yes, which was so sick. Like literally, I remember episode i was so loved and i was like this is fucking awesome like i had people the other cast members being like they adore you i remember going on twitter and there was like a meme like from brooklyn 99 it's like i i don't care what other people say about jd if anything happens to him i'll kill everybody and myself and i was like i was like these people love me then episode two came and it was like oh jd's cool and then episode three came and it was just like like i was hated like I was, I'm literally. I think I'm one of the most polarizing pre-merge players of all time. Like, yeah. I am. You either absolutely adore JD or you want him dead, as a lot of people did. Um, but people really hated me, and I, I for the life of me, I, I didn't really understand why. I was like, I'm, either I'm just a I'm guy like, who likes Survivor. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going through my mind in episode three, trying to remember like what is causing backlash I mean, the sandbag thing was like funny and i don't think people hated me after the sandbag thing they were like i was literally a meme for i was a survivor but yeah. survivor joke for so long yeah. like, people were people were like dropping my face on like alan Irish and michael jordan and like matt johnson like having me do the finger roll which i was like oh that's funny like oh that's cool um but it was it was definitely that whole extra vote thing that made people like just be like i freaking hate JD. Like he's the worst ever. And my phone is dying, so I'm gonna plug it up real quick. Don't die. Um, but yeah, that's it, it was it was tough to have people just 
start disliking you like very suddenly. And so it was, I just had to deal with it. Right. I was like, dude, but deal with it. How many, yeah. uh, how many DMs would you say you got a day during like while the season was airing? I'm not sure like how many DMs like per day it was, but I know for a fact that my DMs to this day are like 99 plus, like they're full. Mm-hmm. So that, was, the that real, was definitely the real question. How many numbers you pulled from those DMs? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You get, you get a little bit of, I was really thinking, I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get any girls after they watch me, like, be a Buffoon on Survivor, but people don't care. Like, just say you're on reality TV, and that's hook, line, sinker, so. So I was like, oh, I, I could deal with this. Yeah, I'd rather man. be Xander and have, like, 80,000 followers <laughs> and, and be, like, the most popular person to ever play, you know, but not not everybody can be the golden boy, so. <laughs> Well, um, so when the season was coming to a wrap, you went to the uh, finale party um, in Chicago with some of the other, uh, most of the contestants. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I heard that. I heard that was fun, but I heard uh, quite a bit of you got uh, COVID, including yourself. Did you get it? Including me. I would have. I would have done my interview with you guys a long time ago. But I literally <laughs> felt like I was dying. I felt like I was uh, dying when I got back. It was. It was so bad. I. I felt. I felt like absolute shit. And I wasn't the only one. Almost mm-hmm. everybody, almost all the cast members got COVID. But it was cool. It was cool to hang out with people. It was, it was, it was cool to see some people um, hang, like, talk to people who I hadn't before. Like, I'd gotten to talk to Sean only a little bit over the phone and stuff. And I got to meet him in person then. And he's right. really just he's such a cool guy. And I, I got to see him. And, and Xander was obviously the talk of the town. So he didn't really have time for anybody. Um Hung out with Sarah probably the most. Um, saw Shan, probably said a couple of sentences to Shan and went about our business. Saw Ricard, said some stuff to Ricard. Loved Tiffany, hung out with Tiffany so much. Loved Evie, such a sweetie. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it went. We just, we just hung out, ate, talked, tried to learn more about each other's lives. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what happened. Who um so since uh, since the season has ended um or since like since you first came back from Fiji uh, who have you stayed in contact with the most from your season? Probably probably Sarah probably Xander. Mm. Um, that's I mean Tiff love Tiff. Um, yeah. Nasir I I will probably out of all. All of them, I'll probably be visiting this year the most, and like I really, okay. I really love him. I love his wife. His kids are freaking amazing. His whole family's amazing. Um, yeah. So out of everybody, I'll probably end up visiting this year the most. Um, okay. But like, it, it's kind of tough because for me, I feel like a lot of people got close to another person because they played with them and they like they got to spend all that time out there with them, like with their closest ally. Like, you have. You have Tiffany, who's obviously super close with Evie. You have mm-hmm. um, Danny and Deshaun, who are obviously, like, super tight. You know what I mean? And and that's because they yeah. got to play with each other. That's because they had that person to rely on. I had Heather no, like, and Eric. Everybody on my tribe yeah. hated me. Everybody didn't want to work with me. Like, they all, I rewatched it, and all of them were talking shit about me. And so <laughs> I'm like, 
like I don't feel like I left the game with like, oh, a bestie, like my best friend. I really wish I could have been on Lulu because then I could have spent more time with Nasir. I could have spent more time with Deshaun. I would have spent more time with Sydney, which would have been a dub. Um, I could, I, I mean, it just, it sucks that I not only was on like a tribe that didn't really like me, but I didn't make it far enough to where I can meet these other people and play with these other people. And so that definitely, that sucked, you know? But that's, that's Survivor, man. Miners are wieners. Right. Right. We've, we've been asking that question to a lot of people. It seems like a lot of people have said uh, Sarah and Tiffany have been two of the names that have popped up the most. Right. Seems like. Um, yeah. Seems like everybody's cool with Tiff. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. of course. How are you course. not? How are you right. not cool with Tiff? How are you not cool with Sarah? Like, they're, they're sweethearts. So I can understand why you're not cool with some of the guys, man. Right. Yeah. All right. So we've asked this to everybody, but um, if Survivor or not Survivor, but if CBS calls and asks, uh, says you can do Amazing Race and you can pick anybody from the season forty-one cast, whether they were on your tribe or not, anyone, um, who would you pick to go with you? That's hard because if I like, if I want to enjoy myself, if I want to just like genuinely have a good time. Probably picking Nasir or Genie if I just want to have a good time, right? But if I want to Ooh. win, like Nasir or Genie. Okay. But if I want to win, I have to like, like, why would you not pick Xander or or like Danny? You know what I mean? But Sydney mm-hmm. could be the best of both worlds because like Sydney's hot and like I get to hang out with her all that. Time and she's also an athlete, so like I could probably. And she win. flies more than the president, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, she's all over the place, so. Yeah, yeah she'd probably be a good partner, but. I'll just say this here. Yeah, I'll say this here. I think Sydney had originally applied for Amazing Race, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Interesting. Nuts. Okay, well. um if uh, if Survivor calls, I mean, you know, it doesn't happen super often that pre-merge people come back. But you also yeah, weren't yeah. your you you were you weren't the typical pre-merge uh, elimination. You know, you were kind of like the star of that first episode, one of the most entertaining pre-merge people. You know, you could be like a Wentworth who the fallen they, angel. Yeah, the yeah. fallen. Not quite you, the fallen angel, but. Do you think you would? Do you think you would uh, accept a return back if Survivor asked? I literally would do anything to go back. I would, I would go back in a heartbeat. Like if they called me right now, I would, I would, I would get on the plane and I would go. Um, I love Survivor. I still want to be a part of it. I still want to show and like prove to people like I'm actually good at the game. Like I can actually play. Like that first time was just a fluke. I like, I was too excited. Instead of playing with the super fan in here. In my mind, I played with the super fan in my heart, and that mm-hmm. that led me astray, really. Um, but I would I would go back in a heartbeat. I would love to. I want to so so bad, and I think it's more likely that I think there was something about players from the first three seasons not returning for a while, and so we who knows? Like they might bring back some some pre-mergers, and and I would love for that to be me. So. Yeah. You you go back, what's different? What's different in your strategy? What's different with your social game? 
I don't want to divulge too much just in case. I don't want to end up like the poker alliance smart. on Winners at That's War. Smart. But, um, it's not going to be a poker alliance. I'm not playing as far as I know. CBS, hit me up, but you know. No, that's smart. Differently. First of all, I'm going to wear my ponytail more. Um, I just did the same hairstyle out there. Like, that's whack. But uh, I don't think I can play like a naive, like nice guy. Like, I was so nice to everybody out there. I don't. I still don't understand why people, why they talk so much shit about me. But like, I was, I never said anything bad about anybody in my confessional. And like, I never like was rude to anybody out on the island. And like I took pride in that, but now knowing and seeing only two people who made it out of UA were the people who were playing the most gruesome twosome game. It's like maybe that's the only way. Maybe I have to turn into freaking Aaron Yeager and just be be a menace out there. But right, um, I just think I I I really just need to calm down. And I think the super fan me has kind of subsided ever since I played. And that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Like. I will no longer be that guy who's just like, oh my gosh, like like a dog out there, like oh, looking at every every shiny thing. Um, I think I just I just need to be more calm and and play more level headed instead of being like, oh, the super excited fan who's out there. Just just go out there, not for anybody else, not for any specific reason. Like just go out there to win. Like I literally just want to win. That's it. Absolutely. Well, we definitely would root for you. Um, I already was rooting for you. I was trying to pull this up at some point, but this was our uh, fantasy draft that we made um, before the season. So you were like a mid-round pick. You were on my team. Um, I obviously ended up winning. No surprise there. Um, Gideon had a rough start. Gideon had a rough rough start. My draft was terrible. Sarah Bochi, Jeannie, uh, Abraham, Abraham Brad. and Brad. And then you have Purple Heather to top it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shan Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah, with, when Shan when Shan was on like her like five episode stretch of like being like the person to beat, I was feeling pretty good. I was like, oh yeah, Shan's winning, no doubt. Like, but no. Ricardo wasn't meant to be, but you both did pretty good. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, like yeah. like I said, it, yeah, Chan and and Deshaun. It it evened out yeah. because of Deshaun. Like Deshaun Loki carried me. Like I was on Deshaun's back, but yeah, yeah. I I definitely started off. I definitely started off in the lead, but then like Gideon slowly caught up, and it was it was down to the wire because like once Ricard went home, I mean I did have Xander and Eric Erica. So yeah, Deshaun was carrying you. Deshaun was carrying you for sure. But it'd be like that sometimes, you know. I was Yeah. Next time. Next time. I thought. I thought. But um all right. Well, cool. That's I mean, that's that's a lot. We covered a lot of grounds. Um getting do you have any more any more uh dimes to throw JD's way? I mean, we can play a little game, if you don't mind, before we get out of here, J.D. Oh, the game. I forgot Go about the it. game. Yes. All right. Go for it. This is a game we've played with everyone called Explain oh, That yeah. Gram. I know you've seen hot ones, probably. We're, we we kind of do the same thing where you have to – we show you a picture and you explain 
the picture, what was going on, because the captions and the pictures can be a little confusing to us. So we just need some explanation. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, no. The uh, uh, first picture. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Get your add my stream. There we okay. go. First picture. First picture. So, uh, what, what's happening? Why are you so stylish? Big whoa. Why is the caption big whoa? I just want to know. <laughs> Let's see. Well, that's that's uh, was a pageant that I participated in. Oh, Mr. Carl Albert pageant, which I became Mr. Carl Albert, might I add. Um, <laughs> Crown the King. Hot tamales. So basically, wow. the, it, it's back in. It was in high school. Um, I don't know if that was. I think that was my senior year. Um, basically, all the cheerleaders they like pick one person from from school, and then they compete in a pageant. Um, on my wall. Yeah, but I'm I was Mr. Congeniality, I was Mr. Talent, I was Mr. Spirit, I was all that stuff. We'll probably take that down soon because I'm like, oh that's high school. Like it's time to I know, reliving high school. Past, Come you know on, what I mean? Man. But um yeah. but um that was like that was like when I first moved out. I just I just put all my stuff up there and I just haven't taken it down. But um yeah, that's that's what happened. Mm. Salsa with with the girl who I was so infatuated with back then. She was also my friend. <laughs> Um, nice. but, um, well, that's just a quote from Travis Scott during, um, Fifi by Kodak. I think, yeah, Fifi, no. Yeah, I, no I notice, uh, yeah, I do notice I a remember. lot of, uh, I do notice a lot of pop culture references here. Let's see, um, here's you with, uh, uh Xander. Oh, yeah. Under the Xander. arch. How is that? Great. Um, so... Me and Xander and Sarah, we all hung out. Um, drove, they literally were driving cross country, came to Oklahoma, picked me up, and then we just kept driving through. Like we were just, we went. I think we went through Arkansas. We were in Chicago for a little bit. We were like looking at museums. We were, we were sleeping in hotels. They slept in hammocks. Like it was, it was super cool. Love those two. But yeah, we were at the Arch, and we decided to take some, some icy picks. Those pick creds go to Sarah. You proposed. So did he say yes? I did. He said no. He's married oh. to Survivor. <laughs> oh, he was until, married to Survivor. <laughs> until he wins, until he wins, he can't commit to me. So Okay. Probably. Maybe one day. Maybe yeah, one day. maybe. Alright, last one, last one, last one. Let's see what so, it is. So uh I actually want to do Whoa. a little analysis of your running form here. Um, or my back is way too like. I I was about to say I was I was watching this video and I was a like, four by eight. oh that is, so is this the second lap of an eight hundred? This is this is the start start of the second lap. Uh, well that explains it because the finish line starting the second lap. When four hundred meters starts, you you wouldn't know this, Adam, but uh, that's when the lactic. That's when you go lactic. So I understand. You don't that. think I know that? Yeah. You don't think I know that? Yeah, you Dude, jog. I had you so jog. Many bananas I know that too. Oh, not the bananas! Oh gosh. So, so four bananas. by eight. Dude, I respect. I respect you if you're oh, good at it. I need to delete this. Yeah, look at that, dude. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at his hair. I thought I was so cool. Oh, my. Why are you doing this to me? Dude, this is. What do you mean? This is great. Look at that, dude. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> look at that. Look at that face. Oh. We love the filter. Oh, look at me with the with the filter. Oh my with gosh, the dude! Filter you got ice. Yeah. Look at the I was, ice, I was, I was bro. Dressed, I was dressed up as Quavo. I was dressed up as Quavo. <laughs> it was like, 
dress as your favorite celebrity day or something. And I was quite up, so. Uh, JD yeah, Huncho. There you go, man. Yeah. Swag. Swag week. Oh, God. Is that what it was? Swag week? It was, it was swag week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it was a good week. It was a good All week. Right. I think that's my sophomore year. When I was a sophomore <laughs> in high school, I think. So, All right, well. Man, that's... we live in the glory days. Yeah, dude. Thanks for thanks for playing. <laughs> Explain that crap. Good oh times. Oh, oh man, I'm glad Thank I can capture this before you delete those pictures. <laughs> yeah, now I now I will. I'll go back. I'll go back and delete. Awesome. Um. All right, cool. Well, that was uh, that was wavy. That was fun. Um, thanks for uh, talking to. Survivor buffs. It was cool uh, learning pre-game stuff, in-game stuff. We, we covered a lot. We covered a lot of ground this interview. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, but you guys are freaking amazing. Like, love you guys, Gideon. Your TikTok is is un, unmatched, bro. Like, you're the goat. You're carrying. So bro, uh, thank you, you. I appreciate y'all, that. Y'all are both lo- love everything y'all do. Like, let me know if you need anything. I'll try to respond. I know I'm, I know I'm terrible at responding. I know I am. Ask every other survivor player. I'm terrible at responding, um, but I do my. I'm doing my best. So. Oh, good. Oh, good. Much appreciated. Really appreciate that. Um, thanks everyone that watched either live or later on. Please uh, like this video. Helps with the YouTube algorithm. Leave a comments what you thought of JD's game. Let us know. If you say um, anything other than amazing, I'm punching you in the face. Delivering yeah. a knuckle sandwich right to your house. Instant blocked. Instant blocked. Um, if you say anything other than amazing. Yeah. Also, um, if you guys want, we do uh, memberships on the channel. We do a raffle every season for the merge buff. I got him if you could see it, but I got my merge buff there. Um, oh, Gideon's got his hair. Um, and Gabon. Yeah. Next to well, the goat season, Gabon. You found that in a dumpster, right? <laughs> I bought it for $200 on eBay. Rip off. All right. Um, Yeah, become a member. All you got to do is go to the channel right next to subscribe. It says join. You get a chance to see uh, interviews early. Sometimes we pre-record our interviews. Sometimes you get a chance to sit in on interviews. We actually have a member here, Barry Dean, who's sitting in on the interview right now watching. The GOAT. Thanks, Barry Dean. yeah, JD, thanks again so much. Uh, let us know if you're ever in New York and you and Gideon can uh, do a race. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I need, I, it can't be a race. I just, I, just need, I just need you to train me, bro. Like, just just, <laughs> yeah, just dude. make me a beast for Survivor the next time. Make I'll me a running the... beast. Oh, get yeah. Bro. Right, bro. I'll get, I'll get right. you under 17 in the 5K in, in about a few months. Don't worry. All right. I'm down. I'm down, man. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks so much, JD. Thanks so much, everyone watching. Have a great day. All right.